Welcome to Batting with Hershey. Just another um, talk mainly on batting and batting with Hershey. And um, as you know, when you sort of, you can talk too much about one thing to come up with new things. But to be a good batsman, you've got to do a lot of repetition. So it's compete, competition all the way over. And if you look at Batting Hershey on Instagram, you see there's a, a very good thing on a guitar player who I did, I'd never heard of him, but that doesn't mean much. And uh, But I think he plays in um, Bruce Springsteen concerts, so he must be a quite a good um, guitar player. And, and when you listen to him talk, well, he has to be pretty good. So anyway, I'm just getting back to England and really and Australia the same, but I'm going to talk mainly about England. And it's not because they're the old enemy, us Aussies versus England, which is a great series. And it's about 50-50 all the way through. But... And I know there's nothing worse than an old player or a coach that's coached for a long time talking about when he played. But as a kid, I went to the Wacker to watch England come in every time they toured and Dad would take me down. And there was Tom Graveney and Peter May and Colin Cowdery and uh, Ian Sutherrow and Jeff Boycott and John Edridge. And it goes on, and there were so many people that had good techniques. And... Um, and I think Australia, you know, in our time, we've had some players with good techniques. But when I look at cricket now, and it must be me, but I just find the coaching must are just unbelievable, really. And when people talk about uh, about why England lost the match, and I don't think the West Indians bowling looked pretty impressive, but the batting. And it's funny, I think the bowling coaching is probably as good as if ever, or, or might have been, there's some really good bowlers around the place. And I remember probably in the 70s, 80s, you know, when there was Imran Khan and the West Indies and uh, South Africa, you know, there was lots of good bowlers around. We had a few as well in England. And um, all of a sudden, you know, you have little spots and then it starts again. But So the West Indies attacks looks pretty good. And I don't think the batting looks that good, really, for test cricket. And I look at England and it's just... I, you know, to me, you can generally see when you, you go to the nets or something and you can see a lad who um, someone blokes a short and then he might cut it or hook it or get in behind it and push it to mid-wicket or mid-on for a single and you think, then they pitch one up and he plays it straight and you think, oh God, he's a good player and then that's their temperament. But when I look at England and I just wonder about the coaching and I reckon one of the big no-nos in cricket is um, what happens? People finish playing and then they make him the coach. And uh, I've sort of been involved in cricket for a long time now and I can remember working at a school anyway, this bloke had bowled off his for a long time and I said, well, right, you've bowled off his for 10, 8 years or whatever it is and you've had a good coach. Can you look after the office? He said, I don't know. And I said, well, just teach what your coach taught me. And he, he said, I couldn't do it. And it, it's just takes so long to learn the art of doing this and this is what I just feel and for the poor professional cricketers though that some of them do well they've got um, they've got to have an income after they finish cricket so what's the best income for them to do to be coaching and but there's no apprenticeship and I think I've mentioned this before but I believe Darren Mumford uh, professional golfer at Mandurah played the circuit now he's becoming a teacher at golf, so he's got to do the apprenticeship. And and this is where I feel we haven't got it right in cricket. I know the cost, but you can do a two-day course or three-day course. And 
I'm going to repeat myself again, but I just see it and it makes me shudder. I know a few boys at Durham who've gone to a course. So I first asked them what happened and what they do. One, to learn for myself. And generally the first thing they say is, don't worry about technique. Now, if they're telling children or young kids don't, because they can't teach it, that might be very clever. But when you're saying technique doesn't, um, it's not important, I'm going, God, who would say technique is not important in any sport? You do, and I'm sure from throwing a javelin to throwing a dart, about being balanced, everything you do. And I'm, I'm sure, um, you know, when you do an apprenticeship as a bricklayer, there's things that you have to do. And I, I over and, over, and it probably takes 10 years. Well, we've got guys who've never batted. They're a coach. And uh, it just shudders to, to me to see. And I don't think, well, it's probably interesting, you know, that test match in England, West Indies, if the batting was good, well, there probably wouldn't have been a result. Uh, but if you had some good batters, either England would have won. And I mean, I, I credit the West Indies, though I still think England's a lot better side. And the other thing is, here's me having a go at the present players about the technique, but not blaming the players. But to me, the other thing that's really worrying, if you look at Bearstow, um, the bloke who kept wickets, you know, um, Butler, uh, Joe Root, they're actually very good players. It's not that they're not good players, it's just they haven't been taught properly. And I get this bunkum, oh, well, you've got to get your hands through the ball, and I won't go into that, but it's absolutely, you can see when someone says, get your hands through the ball, they haven't got a clue what they're talking about, about bat speed or playing the ball late. And this is what I feel, it's not the lack of talent, it's the coaching. And the thing is, if those guys had learned to coach, and I'm, I'm sure they'll be very, very good coaches, and this is what I find even in Australia, you get lots of guys just out of cricket, they know the game, they're very, very good, but you look at their batting coaching, and I, I just look around, and I, I go to club cricket and watch it, and there's hardly anyone improving. And I can say, I know why. And, and this is where, to me, if any young bloke wants to, to learn to have a good technique, and I think if you look at Coley and Williamson and all these very good players, Zababa or Zan or something from Pakistan, what a fantastic player. Go and look at them on YouTube and try and copy them. But they are good. But those guys, and this is what I feel like Butler and, and the guy, Bairstow, if they were taught really well, they could actually play test match, county match, 20 over, 50 over cricket, uh, very, very well. But it's just their technique. And we have a lad in Perth called Philippi, and he's a very talented individual. And I've seen him play some fantastic innings. But but for the four-day game, I think he does some, some mistakes. But if he fixed those up, I could think he could be a really good player in all parts of the game. And that's what, to me, um, is so sort of sad, really, because I can see these kids are really talented. And when you look at England, you know, I, I've seen Butler play some innings, and it's fantastic. Um, and then you're thinking, well, they should drop him. Well, it's not because he's not good enough, and everyone has a bad spell. But I just feel that they're going to have to address coaching of batting. In, uh, and I, I, 
I think really what I can see in England, in India, I think the batting's still pretty good, but I think probably, I don't know, it's their, I don't know, the way the Indian people, they don't get bored easy and they want to do repetition and they have a passion for cricket. Where I think in Australia and England, we have a passion for making money, which is good. It's good the players get well, but you've just got to do that good repetition. And I think until we start doing that, I just um, I just see us struggling really in batting. And uh, but I hope I'm coming across it. It's not the batting's bad. It's just I think our coaching's quite poor. But there's lots of ability there, and I know it costs money. But I just feel when you've got a, a good academy or something, you've, if you're going to pick these people out to coach, you probably should, you know, in the off-season, they should spend three months working with um, when Rod Marsh is running the academy or whatever it's like. So they, they, they're learning their trade or their skill. And you don't become a doctor or an, uh, an academic or all these things. You go to university for bloody four or five years and then probably another three or four years. And this is what I feel that we need in in batting. And, um, you know, I, I mean, the thing is, if in Australia if you wanted to be a coach uh, and you don't want to do it for nothing, you could probably you could get hundreds of jobs. But the thing is, you could do a good job long as you, you got right people around and you just did the... the did all the work and made sure things happen and supported and got the good coaches. But if you haven't, don't know how to coach. And it's a bloody, I mean, I find I've coached cricket nearly for 50 years now. And I'm still learning so much even now. Uh, and I'm probably not that clever, but it's just one of those things that we have to do. So I think they've, and if England and Australia are going to have good batting, we're going to have to look at our coaches. And um, I do know they do. Um, have the knowledge of the game, repeating myself, but they haven't been taught to to explain, and although I'm not that good at explaining it, but I think I know it just because I've just done it so long. But anyway, waffling on, but we've just got to improve our coaching. Uh, and um, But again, probably the third time I've said it here, I know lots of coaches in Perth at high level and do have a great knowledge of the game. And and if you don't have a great knowledge of the game, you actually can't be a good coach, in my opinion. But when you actually have a knowledge of the game and then of of the shots, and it it is, is a very, very skillful thing. And I actually do say to people, and a friend of mine, I just said, I think it's harder to be a batting coach than to be a doctor or a GP. And he laughed at me, and I told him he was going to laugh. I said, there you are. But I, And then when I look at 15-year-old kids coaching, and, I mean, you have to get it, that's good. But you're not going to produce uh, really good players. And when I go to cricket centres, I look around, I can see kids, and if they haven't got that person with that expertise, their chances of playing five parts of the game or four are virtually nil, where if, for example, bowling, if you had a son that was really good and Dennis Lilly would help you out, if he looked after him for two or three years, his chances of being a test cricketer would go up an amazing amount. And um, But anyway, it's great to see young people, us getting the best out of their ability. And uh, in batting, I just I worry a bit. Anyway, keep on batting with Hershey. Cheers.